Preface to an Old-Fashioned Girl This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. An Old-Fashioned Girl by Louisa May Alcott Preface as a preface is the only place where an author can with propriety explain a purpose or apologize for shortcomings, I venture to avail myself of the privilege to make a statement for the benefit of my readers. As the first part of An Old-Fashioned Girl was written in 1869, the demand for a sequel in beseeching little letters that made refusal impossible rendered it necessary to carry my heroine boldly forward some six or seven years into the future. The domestic nature of the story makes this audacious proceeding possible, while the lively fancies of my young readers will supply all deficiencies and overlook all discrepancies. This explanation will, I trust, relieve those well-regulated minds who cannot conceive of such literary lawlessness from the bewilderment which they suffered when the same experiment was tried in a former book. The old-fashioned girl is not intended as a perfect model, but as a possible improvement upon the girl of the period who seems sorrowfully ignorant or ashamed of the good old fashions which make woman truly beautiful and honored, and, through her, render home what it should be, a happy place where parents and children, brothers and sisters, learn to love and know and help one another. If the history of Polly's girlish experiences suggests a hint or insinuates a lesson, I shall feel that, in spite of many obstacles, I have not entirely neglected my duty toward the little men and women for whom it is an honor and a pleasure to write, since in them I have always found my kindest patrons, gentlest critics, warmest friends. L. M. A. End of Preface